This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. as lethal as anybody in our league at that shot. You cannot hang back. Better job there of stepping up and taking the challenge. Lillard! He is carving him up! Timeout Denver! Eight threes. He has tied an NBA playoff record held by Vince Carter. And we still have a lot of basketball left to be played tonight. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. And we expect to have some great basketball tonight. Joe Ostrowski, Chris Ronchi at BetQL Daily on Twitter, live on the Bet 1430 in Denver, 105.9 FM HD2 in Chicago, Chicago's new home for Wagertainment, 93.1 FM HD3 in Los Angeles, the Odyssey app, the Odyssey Sports YouTube page. We bring in BetQL Daily regular Michael Gallagher at Mike S. Gallagher on Twitter, senior NBA writer for Establish the Run. Uh, Michael? Yes, uh, what looked to be a few uh, enticing matchups tonight. But as far as last night, you know, it's okay. We had a couple blowouts, but it's just fine because we're going to need a breather. we got a long way to go over the next couple months. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Yeah, it was uh, right out of the gate. That that Bucks game uh, got got on tilt pretty quick. Well, uh, the, the Blazers, you know, made it close uh, till you know, late in the third and just a big halftime adjustment uh, from Mike Malone going with Aaron Gordon. A little bit of Shaq Harrison after going into the half. Looked like the Blazers were going to get on a run. So, um, yeah, it's it's going to be a lot of fun and uh, and a, a lot of uh, a lot of work for us grinders who want to make some bets and stuff. But I'm pretty excited <laughs> about it. it. Is that series as you uh, as you look at it moving forward? Do you anticipate that it's going to be any closer? That uh, that maybe they might actually make a series out of it. For the Heat series or the yeah. Bucks one, sorry. Yeah, I don't yeah, the think Bucks so. series. I mean, it's yeah. I th- I think the Bucks got it. Uh, it's just it was such an anomaly to see them shoot so poorly in Game One. They were one of twelve on wide open threes. They're getting pretty good looks overall, while the Heat can't score inside. They only had six shots uh, makes at the rim in Game One. They were better in Game Two, but Jimmy Butler just running into Giannis can't get downhill. He can't get into the driving lanes that he needs to really generate the offense, which is really key. 
uh, and Bam has been kind of neutralized by Brooke Lopez. So taking those two guys really into terrible matchups, you're asking so much from Tyler Hero, who's cold again. Dragic is playing pretty well, but can't really play enough minutes. Nunn's been pretty quiet. Trevor Reza is such a big downgrade from Jay Crowder. Well, Giannis's defense is another level. And Drew Holiday just adds a new dimension, not just because of what Drew does, but you're putting Duncan Robinson on Middleton uh, when you had Butler on him last year. So it's just really set up so many advantages for the Bucks. So it's going to be tough to sweep him because we know Spolstra's got a few tricks up his sleeve. And, and in this position, uh, who knows what's going to happen. Like maybe be a lead to start to something crazy. But uh, I'm excited to see what Spolstra does. But I still feel like this is going to be a long series for the Bucks. Uh, okay, so we we know what's waiting for the Bucks if they do move on. I think you kind of answered my next question. I, I was going to ask you if we're just being prisoners of the moment. Uh, Bucks get out to a two zero lead. You have the blowout last night. If we're starting to uh, to consider maybe things are different for the twenty twenty one Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's such a tough road uh, to what they're going to have to go through with the Nets playing the way they were, and their defense is really good. We'll talk about that in a second, I'm sure. And then, yeah, the Sixers, too, they look like they're ready to go. The fact that the the Wizards, I thought they had the chance uh, in game one with the way that Embiid got in foul trouble and things broke. Obviously, the bias was big, but uh, it's tough to say that the Bucks can really uh, make make a run here uh, just because the, their path is probably one of the hardest maybe ever uh, for what they're going to have to go through here. Although they're handling it good so, well so far. Uh, as, I'm going to get to the series tonight. Um, you know, the one that you are closest to, as Joe mentioned, Phoenix and Los Angeles. And the, the Suns are a tougher out maybe than we gave them credit for before the series began. But do do they have enough? Or, or maybe it should be framed this way. Um, does LeBron have enough right now? A guy who doesn't look to be 100%. Does he have enough to... Uh, you know, make this a series and actually help them win this series because he's going to need to in order for them to do it. Yeah, we know the whole LeBron bad game one kind of narrative stuff too. But yeah, I mean, you look at the stats, it's really discouraging. He had zero points off drive. The whole team only had 16 points off drive. It's just not a good way to generate offense in the NBA these days. Their pick and roll offense has completely fallen apart since the playing game at 0.57 points per possession. Just reference point. Point eight was the worst during the season, that's the Wolves. Um, so their offense is a, a disaster. Uh, I didn't like how they were setting screens. I didn't like how they get LeBron downhill, and that's what he needs to do. So um, they've got some adjustments to make. Anthony Davis shooting his jumper way too much and uh, dug up an interesting stat today. Uh, he only had a 32.3 effective field goal percentage on his jumper since returning from injury. Also listed with a shoulder injury. He's got that shooting sleeve shirt he keeps wearing. So maybe that's affected him. He was really good in that regard last year. We saw them hard double 80 big time. So uh, LeBron, like you said, it, it has to be LeBron just carrying this team. Uh, they need to run 80 at the five more. This, this 80 perimeter game is just not acceptable. So that the, I, I definitely um, was blown away by how great the Suns were. Aiton was just otherworldly in game one, probably his best game of his career given the stakes. But, um, yeah, I, I, still, I still think the Lakers could probably pull this out, but mm-hmm. they, they got to win tonight. What about from the Suns' perspective? Because uh, we talk so much about LeBron. We we all get it. He's the number one star of the league, and he's down 1-0, right? Uh, but what about from the Suns' perspective? What do they need? Do they need Aiton to dominate in the battle of the bigs? And they do they need Booker to also go off for them to, uh, to rack up multiple victories in the series? 
Yeah, Booker really has to be the key guy. Chris Paul, he's injured. Uh, he was limited in practice. We saw him not really shoot. He only had a 10 and change usage rate in game one. That's his second lowest usage rate on the season. Not coincidentally, the other low usage rate game was against the Lakers as well. So he's not going to be a big factor as far as putting up points on the board. And I think Booker could take it to KCP. He's done it in the past. And I think he's kind of just going to be the, the path of least resistance for him. And, yeah, DeAndre Ayton has to play big time. He just owned the paint. Uh, all ten of his shots were at the rim. Only one shot was beyond one foot. Um, and he only put the ball on the floor one time for his 11 shots. It was all just, like, dunking right around the basket with no dribbles. So he needs to continue to do that. Got into some foul trouble, too. So um, if he can keep playing the way they, that they were using him, um, although that one hilarious play when he kind of did the backward spin was great, but uh, – yeah, I do think that they, they could have enough. Uh, Mikel Bridges didn't really do much offensively. He's going to be on LeBron. But, um, yeah, they, they do pretty match up pretty well with them. Uh, but the Lakers certainly have got to make some adjustments. Bobo talked about that, um, how they're going to use AD differently, maybe some more high screen and roll stuff, just other ways to just they can stop taking those jumpers. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com therapy60. Uh, Luka Doncic was great again, and and it seems like he has in a in a career that is not very old yet. He has kind of figured out how to play in the playoffs. Like he's kind of figured out how to be that dude already. Is there any way for the Clippers to be able to stop him? Because it seems like that's the only way they advance in this series is if they can limit him in some way. Yeah, and Rick Carlisle, very experienced NBA coach and player. I mean, he called him one of the smartest players ever, uh, given his age. It's pretty crazy. And I thought one of the quotes of the day yesterday was from Ty Lue basically saying, like, they'll let Luka Doncic beat them, and they don't want the role players to just have good games. So, like, as a DFS player, like, that just makes me, my eyes look light up uh, for, for Luka to be in a good spot. But, yeah, they want to play that route where they, they're not going to hard double them. It doesn't sound like, at least maybe that's what they're telling us. Maybe it's just a smoke screen. But um, it makes no sense to me. But anyways, um, yeah, yeah, I think Luca's in a really big spot. He's going to have to carry them. But their role players were really good. Maxi Cleveland played pretty good defense on Kawhi, limited his jump shooting. Dwayne Finney-Smith, definitely an unsung hero from game one as well. They've got depth. And Maxi Cleveland, that injury is noteworthy. I mean, he was playing through it. He had that whole week off before game one. Now he only gets two days. 
not going away, he's been limited, maybe he can't play 36 minutes for an entire series. And if Cleveland can't play that many minutes, you're putting a lot more on Finney Smith and trickle-down effect to Tim Hardaway Jr. to defend those Clippers' wings. But, um, yeah, just regarding Luka, I I think he's going to have a huge game tonight. Um, I'm sure Clippers fans are hoping it's like what Dame did yesterday, just like going off but in a bad loss. But, um, yeah, definitely uh, excited for what Luka has in store tonight. Okay, so that that's interesting because that's to me that's the biggest uh, storyline in this series. What are you going to do to defend Luca? You're not going to shut him down, but can you neutralize him a bit? Many expecting Kawhi to be on him more, but based on uh, based on the comments from yesterday, you don't think that's going to be the case, do you? Well, they might put Kawhi on him. They put him uh, on KP a little bit since they really took him out of the on ball situation. But I don't know if it was for you know keeping him fresh. We saw him kind of wear down, so maybe that was part of it, but. Um, I think that is, like, not hard to – and I don't really think that's a big difference, as great as Kawhi is. I mean, mm-hmm. you put a screen on him, uh, and it's going to be tough for him to defend Luka. So as long as they're not trapping hard, uh, I think that Luka can still do some pretty good damage to Kawhi. No disrespect to Kawhi. I, I get the feeling that Joe does not agree with me or thinks I'm dumb because I, I, I'm i a little surprised Denver is is the underdog in this series um, against Portland. I just – I'm – it it surprises me. Should, uh, is that the right feeling for me to be surprised by this? Uh, I mean, after last night, probably not. But uh, I still think the Blazers have the edge. Uh, the, the Nuggets just made a really good adjustment after the game. Terry Stott, so they were expecting Gordon to be on Dame and CJ. Mike Mullen actually talked about it uh, in his press conferences before game one, so that was a big adjustment for them. And they've got ways to adjust. Uh, they could run Norm Powell out there. Obviously, CJ can handle the ball more. We know Dane's really good off-ball as well. So there's a lot of ways that they, they could handle it. And they match up really well. I mean, you need a big body on the Joker, and he is making some really tough shots. So I still think, uh, despite how yesterday went, I still think the Blazers have the edge. This is Joe Ostrowski and Chris Ronja and BetQL Daily. Our guest, Michael Gallagher, senior NBA writer for Establish the Run, of course, going over all these matchups in the NBA playoffs. Uh, one game tonight we have not hit on. First game of the of the evening. The Nets, nine-and-a-half-point favorites against the Celtics, total of 227. Michael, I, I'm looking at this and I, at game one, and I thought Boston hung around a lot longer than I expected, but then you look at, how Brooklyn was from the outside, KD, one of eight, uh, Kyrie, two of eight, Harden, two of eight from beyond the arc. Even though Durant at 32 and 12, isn't he primed for another big one? Yeah, uh, he really took it to Jason Tatum. They were matched up against each other in this game. And the headline was just defense, but on both sides of this game, both these teams only had seven wide open threes in game one. That's not going to work. They took away Jason Tatum's off ball game. He only was uh, one of three on catch-and-shoot shots, only had one wide-open shot as well. The Celtics was just 5-20 on drives. So the way the Nets played defense and was so connected uh, right off the bat, with, you know, you thought they'd have rust. I mean, that's such an advantage if they're just a mediocre defense. Um, and the, the, basically the Celtics got into a tough shot contest with the Nets, and you don't want to do that against those guys. So uh, I think that the Nets just have a massive advantage here. Uh, we know Kemba was in foul trouble. Brad Stevens talked about running different stuff to get them going. So that could mean more Kemba, who was in some foul trouble as well, should have Kyrie on him for a decent amount here. But, yeah, I I just think that what Durant did, and Robert Williams probably can't play 30 minutes given the turf toe thing. Robert Williams is tremendous. But, um, yeah, just a huge advantage here for the Nets and their big three. They're just so hard to stop, and if they're playing competent defense, I I think think they're going to blow them out. I think they win by maybe 20 tonight. 
Whether there's a, you know, uh, whether it's Durant and his 27 and a half point total, or um, I, I think Tatum was at 30, he's at 30 and a half right now. Is is there a player prop that you like for that game tonight? Yeah, I think KD's the guy. You mentioned he scored so many points, 39.3 usage rate. He was the top usage rate guy on the season in that small sample size. So he's certainly the alpha uh, among the, the three alphas. Shout out to Rajon Rondo from the Bulls days. But, um, yeah, I, I think I think KD is going to be – this is a little bit of a better three alphas than uh, the Rondo, Wade, Butler alphas. But, uh, yeah, I think KD is going to be the guy. Uh, I think I think Kyrie is also in a good spot. We know Harden, who was also the low man on the totem pole, usage rate-wise, really became more of a facilitator uh, for the offense. So I think those two guys carry the load in scoring. And, yeah, Jason Tatum, they made it really tough on him. He's a really tough shot maker, one of the best in the league. But you're asking a lot over KD's length was a big factor for making things so tough on Tatum. So I would bet that just because he's going to take so, so many shots. But um, if I had to, I'd probably take the, the under on it. I think Kemba's going to be a bigger factor today. Mike, we get three more games on Wednesday, and uh, one of them is Utah-Memphis. The Jazz favored by eight and a half. What do you expect in the game two Jazz-Grizzlies matchup? But uh, the lead here. What is going on between Donovan Mitchell and the trainers with the Jazz? Like, he's good to go. He's good to go before the series. Then we find out day of the game. Okay, you're going to sit. Why is he, he's, he's reportedly mad, according to Brian Windhorst and some others. Like, what's going on? It You could tell something was going on by the, the reaction of the Jazz teammates when they spoke after the game. Yeah, well, after their first practice, it struck me that both Mitchell and Snyder were both saying that he wasn't really – quite ready to go. He was rusty. Like they kind of talked him up a little bit, but there were just little hints that like he wasn't ready to go fully. Um, we at ETR, we were debating his minutes and we were kind of down before we got the big news. And Mike Conley said they didn't find out till four o'clock that he wasn't going to play that game. So yeah, right. that's a stunner. Um, and he's going to be limited. I mean, for the way that he's taking so long, uh, he probably can't play 36, 37 minutes, but they've got depth. They've got angles. They've got Clarkson. We know Boyan could score a little bit more. Um, Snyder really talked him up. I think Boyan kind of will be a, a make-or-break part of this game for how they're going to perform. But, yeah, just Dylan Brooks is really good, too. So uh, I still believe in the Jazz. Uh, I know that the things kind of went poorly for them. Half their threes were wide open, so they got good looks and missed them. Um, just everything kind of broke bad for them with go. Sure. Michael Gallagher established the run senior NBA right over there at Mike S. Gallagher on Twitter. Appreciate his time every single week on the show. We're going to break down today's MLB slate next on the BetQL Audio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.